What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stuff Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Last night, Pete Alonso set Coors Field on fire and set a first round home run derby record with 35 home runs. He went off. And Shohei Otani, he also put on a show. He didn't start off so good, and then he really picked it up. And he went into a swing off against Juan Soto. So that was a really crazy matchup. We were obviously looking to see Alonzo face Otani in the second round. And then the winner going to the finals, but Pete Alonzo faced Trey Mancini, who has a pretty cool story. He came back from colon cancer not too long ago, and he was really putting on a show also. So shout out to him. That was really cool last night. That would have been a cool story if he would have won also. But obviously, as a Met fan, Pete Alonzo, repeat, two home run derbies in a row. And he said that he's going to keep on doing this. And they interviewed Fernando Tatis Jr. He was at the Home Run Derby. He should have been in it. But he said that he wants to be in it next year. So that's going to be a show to watch again next year. But Pete Alonso, shout out to the polar bear, Pete Alonso. He really put on a crazy performance last night. This is definitely Pete Alonzo's thing. Like, hopefully he gets into a groove and he could start hitting a lot more home runs in the second half of the season for the Mets. They need it. And, yeah. But that was dope last night. Home run derby was definitely something to watch. It was the only sporting event on TV last night. Obviously, things are winding down until the start of football season. But tonight, actually, not even tonight. I don't know why, but I kind of felt that it's because of the MLB All-Star game, which is happening tonight at 7.30 on Fox. Shohei Otani is going to be hitting and pitching in this game. He's starting the game, and he's batting first, so this doesn't happen too often. And they're saying that this guy, Shohei Otani, can become someone like Babe Ruth if he's able to pitch and hit home runs like this. So he's leading the league right now with 33 home runs. And he puts on a show. His name is Showtime. (laughs) So, yeah, baseball is kind of back with these home run hitting phenoms, and especially with Shohei Otani, who came from Japan, and he played at the same high school as Ichiro Suzuki, obviously other Japanese legend. Shohei Otani is obviously very young in his MLB career, but he came and basically conquered the MLB already, so he's very impressive. And look forward to seeing how he does the rest of the season. But the All-Star game is always fun to watch. The Midsummer Classic is what they call it. And 
yeah, that's pretty much it. But tomorrow night is game four of the finals in Milwaukee. The Bucks really steamrolled the Suns in the last game. Giannis had like 28 points in the paint, and they were really leading the way. Giannis had 41 points in the last game. 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Chris Middleton, 18 points. Seven rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal. Drew Holiday, 21 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. And like I said, Giannis is just like a different type of animal. Like, they call him the Greek freak for the fucking reason, you know? Like, he's a savage. Like, if you can't stop him, you can't stop him. And he's basically just getting most of his points from inside and in the paint. So he's going hard in the motherfucking paint. So DeAndre Ayton needs to apply some more pressure on him and try to get the job done a little bit more efficiently in the next game because, like, if they just keep letting this happen, it could be a completely new series, you know? Like, if they get this next game, it's tied. Obviously, everybody was saying Suns in four. I was saying either Suns in four or five, so that's still possible, but they need to win tomorrow night. And that game's at 9 o'clock on ABC. Not to be missed if you're a basketball fan, if you're a lover of sports like myself. This is one of the biggest games of the year. The Suns can take control of the series and win on the Bucks' home floor where they had David Bakhtiari and Dana Beers from Barstool chugging beers. It looked pretty lit in Milwaukee. They love their beer there, so it makes sense. But they definitely have a really crazy fan base in Milwaukee. Who would have thought? Like, I never really looked at them as, like, a crazy fan base. They weren't really good until they got Giannis and Chris Middleton. So it's kind of like a new age of the NBA with all these up-and-coming teams that weren't really in – title contention, or even in the playoffs, like, five years ago, something like that. So, it's definitely a great time to be a fan of the NBA. They have a bunch of new, exciting superstars. Devin Booker's one of them. In the last game, he had some trouble. He was only 3 for 14 from the field. 10-point game for him, six rebounds. Two assists. Chris Paul, 19 points, 9 assists. DeAndre Aiden, 18 points. 8 for 11 from the field. And Jay Crowder, 18 points, 6 for 7 from 3. He's been lighting it up from 3, but it wasn't enough. Phoenix had an early lead in this game. But Milwaukee came out in the second, and they really blew them out. They outscored them. Thirty-five seventeen in the second. So 
It was a pretty crazy game. But yeah, tomorrow night, game four in Milwaukee, not to be missed. I'm saying Suns in five, hopefully. Maybe six at this point, who knows? But <laughs> the Bucks are definitely putting up a fight, especially having the energy from their home crowd. So yeah, we're gonna have to see. So in some other news, Conor McGregor had surgery to repair a broken fibula and a tibia. So he really snapped his leg, kind of similar to Chris Weidman and Anderson Silva. If you guys remember when Anderson Silva kicked Chris Weidman and his leg basically turned inside out. Yeah, your leg's not supposed to do that. So... Yeah, Connor said that he should be good in six weeks. So that's just the type of animal that he is. But, like, who knows where he goes from here. Maybe he fights Rafael Dos Anjos or Nate Diaz in the trilogy fight that they've been waiting years to do. Something like that. But who knows where Connor's at now. He's definitely not going to be a title contender again after losing to Dustin Poirier. I'm looking forward to seeing that fight between Dustin Poirier and Charles Oliveira, obviously, because that's the lightweight championship fight that everyone is waiting for at this point. Charles Oliveira, obviously one of the best submission specialists in UFC history, has most of his wins by submission going against Dustin Poirier, who is pretty good all around. He could take you down. He has good jujitsu. Obviously, he got out of that situation with Connor when he had him in the guillotine. And that might be a similar situation to Oliveira, but that fight should happen in the fall or something like that. They're saying probably in Las Vegas. Who knows? Maybe I actually make a trip out there for that fucking fight. I really want to do something crazy like that. <laughs> but anyway, hope Connor gets well. Obviously, still a huge fan of Connor. And hope he is able to return in no time. Hopefully, everything goes well for him. And then this weekend, we got a great fight night headlined by Islam Makachev against Thiago Moises in the lightweight division. And that's an awesome main event. And then we got the return of Misha Tate against Marion Renault. Misha Tate is obviously one of the most popular fighters in UFC history. She has beat everyone in the sport pretty much. She's one of the GOATs, and she hasn't fought in the UFC in a long time. A couple of years. So looking forward to seeing how that fight goes. And then we got one of the UFC's toughest guys, Jeremy Stevens, going against Matus Gamrot. That's a great fight in the lightweight division. Jeremy Stevens has been around forever. Then we got Rodolfo Vieira. Sorry. 
That was a tough name. Again, it's Dustin Stoltzfus. That guy's a tough motherfucker. So that's going to be a crazy fight. Gabriel Benitez against Billy Quarantillo in the featherweight division. Daniel Rodriguez. He just came off a victory over Mike Perry against Preston Parsons. I have no idea who that is. Amanda Lemos against Montserrat Conejo in the women's strawweight division. And we got the brother of Davidson Figueredo, the former flyweight champion. Francisco Figueredo against Malcolm Gordon in the second fight of the night in the flyweight division. He's also a pretty good fighter. And yeah, it should be a good night of fights. Obviously, it's on pay-per-view, but Islam Makachev is not to be missed. He doesn't get to fight pretty often because no one wants to fight him because he's literally like Khabib. And yeah. He's 19-1, so he's not perfect, so he's not afraid to lose. And he's one of the best wrestlers, obviously, coming from Russia or Dagestan. That part of the world is insane, as it is. So Islam Makachev is not to be missed in this main event. It's his first main event in the UFC against Tiago Moises, who is a pretty good opponent. He's 15-4. and four. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys.